was located included a ceramics factory where hundreds of men worked in shifts in a cavernous building with large, high windows. Less than a mile away to the north-northwest was Compound 32, an army base for two tank divisions, largely residences, and adjacent to it a closed military microbiology facility. Compound 19 which comprised a laboratory, development and testing center for deadly pathogens, including anthrax, was run by the 15th Maine Directorate of the Ministry of Defense. On Monday, April 2, 1979, from morning until early evening, the wind was blowing down from Compound 19 toward the ceramics factory. Inside Compound 19, three shifts operated around the clock, experimenting with anthrax and making it in batches. Anthrax bacteria were grown in fermentation vessels, separated from the liquid growth medium and dried, before they were ground up into a fine powder for use in aerosol form. Workers at the compound were regularly given vaccinations. The work was high risk. Anthrax is an often fatal infection that occurs when spores of the bacteria, Bacillus anthracis, enter the body, either through the skin, ingestion, or inhalation. The bacteria germinate and release toxins that can quickly bring on death if untreated. The inhalation variety is dangerous to humans. Breathing the spores into the lungs can kill those infected if not treated. A single gram of anthrax contains around a trillion spores. Odorless and colorless, the spores are extremely stable and can remain dormant for as long as fifty years or more. For these reasons, anthrax was well suited for a biological weapon. According to one estimate, 112 pounds of anthrax spores released along a 1.2-mile line upwind of a city of 500,000 residents would result in 125,000 infections and kill 95,000 people. What exactly happened at Compound 19 is still unknown. By one account, a filter was removed and not properly replaced, and anthrax spores were released into the air. To the south, sheep and cattle in villages began to die. Anthrax had been present in rural areas in the past, although it was not common. At the same time, people started getting sick. The first records of those admitted to hospitals came on Wednesday, April 4th, when Ilyenko got Klipnitzer's phone call. On April 10th, as the crisis deepened, Faina Abramova, a retired pathologist who had been a lecturer at Sverdlovsk Medical Institute, was summoned to Hospital No. 40 and asked to autopsy a 37-year-old man who died over the weekend. He had been at Compound 32, the army base with the tank divisions for reserve duty, gone home to a nearby village, and for no apparent reason became suddenly ill. Abramova, a spirited professional, was puzzled by the case. The man did not show classic signs of influenza and pneumonia, but the autopsy showed infection of the lymph nodes in the lungs. Abramova had also noticed the man suffered from cerebral bleeding, a distinctive red ring around the brain known as cardinal's cap. We started thinking, what other diseases may cause this pathology, she recalled. We looked up the books, and we went through them all together, and it looked like anthrax. That evening, Abramova attended a reception, which was also attended by Lev Grinberg, her protege, 
a young pathologist with thick glasses, black hair and a beard. As they danced at the reception, Abramova whispered to him that she had autopsied the man earlier that day and diagnosed his death as anthrax. Grinberg was stunned. I asked, "'Where in our godforsaken Sverdlovsk can we have anthrax?' he recalled. The next day, Grinberg saw the evidence for himself. He was instructed to go to Ilyenko's hospital. I saw a horrible picture, he recalled. It was three women. They had identical changes, sharp hemorrhagic changes in their lungs, in the lymph nodes, and the tissue of lymph nodes was hemorrhaging. Abramova took samples and materials from the autopsies. Word of the outbreak reached Moscow. Late on April 11th, Vladimir Nikiforov, a chief of the Infectious Diseases Department at the Central Postgraduate Institute, located within the Botkin Hospital,